you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Christopher Salem, and you can find him at ChristopherSalem.com. He is America's Prosper Newer. America's Prosper Newer, he's going to explain what he means by that. He's an executive coach, keynote speaker, award-winning author, radio show host, and media personality. He's a corporate trainer and wellness advocate. Again, you can find him at ChristopherSalem.com. Christopher, welcome to your first 100K podcast. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Well, first of all, Joseph, thank you for having me on your podcast today. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, again, what I do, I work with both individuals and corporations. And with individuals, I help them to build and sustain their brands by raising their level of influence as trusted advisors to maximize the results. So it's all about, you know, coming from your own core values and principles so that you can begin to attract people with similar values and principles to leverage that sphere of influence to generate referrals to sustain your business going forward. With companies, what I do is I work with them on uh, coming from a growth mindset as the foundation so they can learn effective communication and leading by example to create interdependent work environments that lead to higher levels of productivity, efficiency, and product uh, profitability. Well, that is fantastic. And just so you know, we have both of those types of listeners on my show. And I know that specifically because some of my former guests listened to the show. Some of them did 100K last year. Others did 250 million last year and everything in between. 
So we really could speak to both, but I'm really wanting to focus our conversation today on that entrepreneur that's just getting going. They're at the 50K mark, the 80K mark. They're struggling to make that first 100K. They don't know why they feel stuck or plateaued. They want to get through. They're here. They're like Christopher Salem. Teach me what I'm missing. Show me what to do. Okay. Um, but before we do that and we get into your story, your entrepreneurial journey, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Well, what a lot of people, some people obviously do know this, obviously they've read my book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Great Prosperity. But those that do not know that I, I had struggled early on as an entrepreneur. And that was because I didn't really have a foundation built to sustain that success. And I was operating from a place of codependency and expectation that often with that went unfulfilled and led to breakdowns in communication. And then of course, relationships that severed my business. Uh, so these are just certain things that if people don't know me, they only know me by my success, didn't know that everything that I had to go through to then create, get out of the problem and create the solution is where I'm in today and what I teach from that experience that I went through for a good 12 years. So I really appreciate you going there and just being real and vulnerable. And you're really speaking my language because what I do is spiritual coaching with successful entrepreneurs that they're winning in the business, they're making all the money, but many of them, because they were chasing the money as the, the first goal, what happens? They ended up miserable, rich, and divorced. Yep, see it all the time. You see yep. it all the time. I see it all the time. That is not what, I don't think anybody plans for that when they get into business. Hey, I want to end up miserable, rich, and divorced. But that's the path where we all head, unfortunately, when we don't do the inner work, the spiritual work on the inside, clean up some of that stuff. You just spoke very clear to it. Like, hey, you had some, if I may, some relationship dysfunction stuff going on in there. What I call it limited beliefs. I call it limited beliefs, uh, Joseph, and that's what it exactly was. And all goes back to your childhood. It's the root cause to those limited beliefs that triggered the behaviors or the emotions that I experienced it in, that then played out in the behaviors that how I acted out on that, and then Boom. certain other things that led to unhealthy behaviors that just didn't support you know any successful business model. Got it. So, you know, Startup Nation is listening right now and they're like, Joseph, Christopher, just give me the three strategies. Would you already? Like, I just want the <laughs> tips. Give me the tactical uh, and the practical. Don't give me this spiritual stuff. And the reason why none of us want to go in and do the work. Yeah. But it's an, it's, it's an inside, it's an inside job. It's an inside job out. The results that you seek are a direct result of the process that comes from within out. Boom. I love it. I, I say I use a top down inside out uh, coaching process, right? It's exactly that. Once I get you back into spiritual alignment, boom, guess what happens? God flows through your life, cleans up all the messes, childhood stuff, hurts, wounds, all that stuff. And boom, from the inside out, you now pour into other people's lives. You have a powerful and profound Absolutely. shift in how you show up in your business, which then ready startup nation gets you more clients get you more leads, get you more revenue, more profit, et cetera. So if you want those business results, there's no way around doing the inner work that Chris is talking about, Christopher's talking about. It's an inside yeah. out job. 
Yeah, and like you said, Joseph, you know, you know, if you're going to resolve the problem, whatever that may be that's holding you back, in this case, limited beliefs. Now, whatever those limited beliefs are, are going to be to whatever that, how it's affecting that person. With that being said, that we have to take responsibility and accountability no matter what has happened in the past for that if our higher power, whatever that may mean to you, is going to do their part. You can't just assume and speculate that something greater than you is going to come in and wipe all your problems away. It wants to help you. It desires to help you. It seeks to out to help you, but we have to meet them halfway. We have to do our part to own our portion of that responsibility. It's a two-way street, just like with communication. It's not one way down, one way up. It's two-way. So this is something that's very important that if we're going to get out of the problem into the solution, we got to take ownership and responsibility first to allow our spiritual side to do its part to help us. I agree 100%. I'm reading on your website here, ChristopherSalem.com. It says, long-lasting results always come from the content that goes below the surface, identifies root causes and provide steps to resolve these challenges. Why is it ineffective for me to not just address the symptoms? Like I can go to therapy and other types of coaches that address the symptoms and I pay them for the next 10 years, but I never get to the root causes. Why is that critical? Why can't I just keep on coping in my life? Well, I mean, just generally most of the world does that both personally and in business, uh, Joseph. Yes, we can manage problems. The pharmaceutical industry makes billion dollars a year managing symptoms, right? But are they solving problems? No, because here's the thing. Nobody can solve your problem. No particular product or service is going to solve it. No person can solve your problem. Only you can solve your problem with the assistance of a power greater than yourself. It's a two-way street. Now, there are there great products and services out there, great mentors, great coaches, great products and services that could help facilitate that, sure, absolutely, but in itself can't solve anybody's problem. But the, 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 it always comes down to choice. We can either manage the problem and get the results as, you know, whatever they are as, you know, as a direct reflection of it, or we can get to the root cause of what's holding us back or getting in the way or whatever the challenge is and then create the solution and creating a foundation that will allow us to sustain at a higher level each and every time by embracing the process. I'm a firm believer that the results you seek are simply a byproduct of what you do in the moment in that process. They're building blocks. If you focus on outcomes and results, you get tied to expectations. Expectations uh, often align themselves with codependent behavior. And what happens with expectations, they go unfulfilled. We don't take ownership or responsibility for our part. We're pointing the finger at everyone else. But if we can learn to take responsibility and accountability interdependently, own that, trust the process, meaning that we control what we can, letting go of what we can't, let our higher power handle that, you'd be shocked that some of the greatest shifts in people's businesses going from 50K to 100K or half a million and more have happened when they've let go of the control they can't control. Oh my When they love trusted it. the process. So Christopher, I have a, this talk. I got, I'm, you know, I'm flying out uh, next week. I'm giving this talk. It's called Confessions 
of a control freak, right? Oh, Confessions great. of a control freak, right? Why? Because in my business, in my personal life as well, I have an inner control freak that tries to control every situation, all the outcomes, all the results and control people. It doesn't work. And that's what got me that life of misery. I had the money, but I was miserable and I was lonely. So I'm really getting what you're saying. So Startup Nation, we're speaking with Christopher Salem. He's America's prosperneur. He's speaking some prosperity gospel into you right now. But it also looks like work. You got to do the work. There's no way around it. If you don't want to, don't. That's fine. But stop complaining your life is going the way it's going if you're not willing to actually step in and do something different. All right, Christopher, we made Startup Nation wait long enough for your tips, your strategies. They want money. They, even though it's not going to satisfy them, they want the money. Show them the money. All right, what are your top three tips or strategies? And let me just premise this. Um, about what revenue, I know we spoke off camera, but approximately yeah. how much gross revenue did your businesses collectively do uh, in the past 12 months? Well, in the tw last 12 months, we've done almost uh, 800,000. Uh, again, this is an executive coaching mm -hmm. and uh, you know trainings uh, in itself. I do have other businesses as well. Awesome. Uh, that have nothing to do with that, but they're, you know, in the private lending aspect of the world, uh, working with startups and other types of businesses. Now, but, the reason uh, why yeah. I asked that question, Christopher, is not because I want you to come clean with your revenue, your bottom line or anything like that. It's because Startup Nation needs context. Let's, yep. let's admit it. We don't listen to people unless we want to be like, we got to be, we got to be real. Are. I mean, we got to be relatable. I mean, if I yeah. got up here and said, Hey, yeah, I just did uh, 50 million in revenue and you're looking at me going, well, God, good for him. Cause I, I, I don't know how that's going to happen. Yeah. You got to be relatable. We're all real here. It's transparency. We, you can't grow into what you would desire to become. If you can't be real from where you're at, you have to be transparent. So it's very important to, you know, be aware of where you are and know that maybe you're not where you want to be, but to, you know, commit to a process that is going to establish a foundation that's going to provide you that, uh, the steps that are going to allow you to grow from a growth mindset in your business to bigger and, and better things or higher levels that you desire. So again, it's, it's, it's consistency in what you do each and every day that serves you so that you could be of more value and leverage your strengths at a higher level. Got it. Fantastic. All right. So Startup Nation, you now have context. So these top three tips or strategies actually work. And they're coming from a guy who just did 800,000 last year. If you haven't, stop talking and listen and take notes. There's something to learn here. Christopher, what do you got? What are your top three tips or strategies for how you made your first 100,000 that Startup Nation can apply, execute into their business this week, this month, this year? Well, I'm, here's the three. And I actually, if you, I don't want to count these as two. Two of them are going to count as one. First is a, as, as a, a, a duo con, uh, habit that has not only got me out of the problem into the solution, made me a lot of money. Meditation and journaling. People are going to say, well, how could that make you money? Well, first of all, meditation and journaling allowed me to get out of the problem, into the solution, to become clear. And as a result of that clarity, I had the ability to become more decisive and take massive action. And as a result of that, because of that clarity, it helped me to the second step is to formulate a specific life and business strategy. So what does that mean? 
Well, there are going to be certain habits that I know that serve me that I'm going to do each and every day. That could be getting up early in the morning, making my bed, going to the gym, reading a, a chapter or two out of a personal or professional development book. Things that are going to you know, get my, my mindset focused for the priorities that matter. And then I'm, it allows me to get into a groove where I'm not operating from out of my head. I'm operating from everything that I've written down. So it's it, when we can be specific to everything that we're going to do that day. And, and again, if we don't know everything, that's okay. But knowing the things that we do know, we have the ability to get things done in, in a laser focused way and be focused on the priorities that matter. So we're not busy, but we're productive. Too many people are busy and not realizing that busyness is just a form of procrastination. And that's operating from the past and the future. By being learning to be present, uh, meditation and journaling allows you to do that. And then when you have a specific life and business strategy that you follow each day, each week, each month, each quarter, each year, it's that process that you trust that leads to those desired results that you seek based upon the timeframes that you designated. Number three, is to trust the process. That means to control what you can control and to learn, to really learn how to let go of what you can. It's when you can truly let go of what you can't control where the magic happens based upon the seeds that you've planted that will come around. I like to call this what we call give without expectation, receive without resistance. When you give without expectation, interdependently, not in a codependent way where you're just giving to give to give and people are taking, no. But giving without expectation, knowing that it will come back to you from somewhere else and you, do, you, you receive without resistance. So when you trust that process and operate from that statement that I just talked about, you will see how doors will open up. Things that look like they were gonna fall apart will come together. That everything will work its way out if you're working from a place of clarity, being decisive, taking action, and letting go of what you can't, that that process will not let you down based upon that. All right, Startup Nation. That was a lot, but it was actually a little. It was simple. Three big steps from Christopher Salem. Number one, meditation and journaling so that you can be present in your life rather than reactive. You got to step back. You got to step out of it so that you have this magical thing called objectivity, right? Without objectivity, man, you're emotional. And emotional is a recipe for disaster. Oh, tell me, they got me into a lot of trouble. Anger got me into more trouble than that I could even, I could tell you stories that I went through in my, uh, during the, prior to knowing this process, so. <laughs> got it. Number two, Startup Nation, formulate a specific life and business strategy I really appreciate Christopher for adding life into that. Many of us want to uh, just show up and be all business, all business, all business. And then we sacrifice the things or the people that matter in our yep. life. That's how you end up miserable, rich, and divorced. Absolutely. So make sure you don't do that. And then Christopher says, number three, trust the process and just execute on your daily plan, your daily strategy. Just trust it and really surrender give without expectations, receive without resistance. That's powerful stuff there, my friend. All right, Christopher, I want to um, go a little bigger and broader. Um, your personal journey, uh, year one, maybe year two and three, but year one, what was the, the biggest um, habit uh, thing that you did that 
other than meditation and journaling um, that really made a difference in, in your life or in receiving or, or letting go of that resistance to receive? Well, again, it was just, you know, being focused on the priorities that matter, uh, Joseph. You know, a lot of times, you know, prior to me going through this process that we're discussing, I, I, I would shoot from the hip. I mean, you know, whatever came up is what I worked on. I could be easily distracted. And this happens in business all the time. This happens in our personal lives. And this is what interferes in relationships with others in, in life and business. So the thing is, if we could do our best, to really identify what is most important, what is going to you know, be the critical step in that process that leads to the next, to the next, to lead you to the results that you seek, and focusing on that by level of importance. Now, again, things can change, life happens, okay, mm -hmm. all these things, you know, things can happen, right? But nonetheless, we do our best to stick to that. That was the, really the difference maker in me scaling my business from where I started to where, you know, I, where I ended up, you know, cracking a hundred thousand and doing, you know, above and beyond that. Got it. So awesome. It, yeah. And what, what was the number one thing that helped you grow your profit, uh, your profit margin specifically in your business? Was never wavering from the value that I provided. So again, I'm not, I'm not a fan of just discounts because when you, when you start discounting things, you're setting, you're setting a tone and a message to your, audience that you know your that you you know your your content your methodology your process your product or service whatever that may be is not as good as as i say it is because you're willing to discount it see the thing is is that people are always going to come up with the objection that it's too i don't have the money or it's too expensive or i don't have the time that's just a common objection that means they either don't have enough information number two they're not quite yet trust you enough to make that decision they wanna work with you. When you're able to build that trust based upon values and principles, things that are in many cases unrelated to what you do, it's why you do what you do, and you're able to really connect on that level, people wanna work with you. At that point, then the product or service is secondary. And, that, and usually they're not going to question the price or the time because the value they've already bought into you and that value has already now been conveyed to them that they trust you. That's a trusted advisor. Now, so that's let me go a I, little, let me go a little deeper with that question yeah. because, um, and this may be a, a, a very basic question, but I think a lot of us can get tangled in this. What if right now you, you, me, whoever startup nation is in a scenario where they're pitching their product, they're pitching the value that they believe they're worth and they can show up and, and give that value, that promise, but they're attracting people that want the value are flat broke. Um, they want, they've allowed themselves to get to this position in life and somehow they're just attracting a lot of that profile of people right now. What action could they take? Well, I, I, you would have to really assess your own core values and principles. You know, again, are they in alignment with what the product that you have? If they're not in alignment, there could be, there could be a reason why you're attracting people that are, have similar values and principles and why they're broke. So you got to really look at that. And this is one of the things I see in a lot of organizations and businesses. doesn't matter if you're a consultant, a coach, or a service, or a product-based company. They don't have value statements. In order to create a value statement, you got to really assess yourself first. What is your core values and principles 
that are true to you, not somebody else, but true to you. Can and you give are us they an example? Know, yeah. So like an example would be like, uh, for instance, if you are money motivated and, and it's all about money, then, then again, you're going to be attracting people that might end up being the same way. But if your product and services don't have anything to do with that, then there's going to be a disconnect. Okay. So like, I'll give you an example for me. I am very family oriented. I am one who operates from a place of integrity and honesty. Now, there, there are a lot of people like that that will operate from those types of values and principles. Now, with that being said, that I rarely attract people that are going to be contrast to that. So a lot of times the people that I'm attracting are not going to just be money motivated in itself. Even though obviously you want somebody that's going to pay for your services, but they're going to be some, they're going to be people that, that really understand that those things are important and there's a process that, that is necessary to get to the level that they want to do. This is why that with my, with what I offer, I'm not necessarily going to appeal to everybody. If somebody's looking for a, a you know, like I want to get rich quick and I want to make money quick, my values and principles won't, won't resonate with that crowd. I rarely attract those types of people. I attract people that really see the bigger picture and that usually now understand they have, a, they have to play a part in that and are willing to put in the work necessary to make that happen and make it sustainable. Startup so Nation, again, you're hearing what Christopher's saying here, and, and it comes up so often with guests on the show, is that you have to be, be willing to stand for your value know what you believe in, right? Make sure it's aligned with your core values and then be willing for people to walk away, the wrong clients to walk away so that you only attract your right clients. Like this Absolutely is what Christopher's saying. This is what he's saying. This is how he did 800,000 last year plus, right? This is how he's doing it. He's doing 800,000 with the right clients, the ones that get him because they, they have similar values. You wanna do the same thing in your business. And that may mean in the beginning, your first year, when you desperately need that paycheck, you desperately need that new client, if they're the wrong fit and your gut is just telling you there's something off about this, it looks like they're gonna be a headache, don't take them. I promise you, if you just wait, God, or as Christopher says, the higher power has the next client who's better for you right behind them. But if you say yes to that headache client, you're not going to get the right client. They're going to walk right by because you were busy. You, Joseph, you, you nailed it right there with the give without expectation, receive without resistance. Like if, when there is somebody that might be motivated by, by values that are contrasted by, could I still help them? Well, I'm sure I could. But nonetheless, there's going to be somebody better for them, somebody that they're going to be able to connect with, whether if they know that consciously or not. I'm better off referring them to someone else, even though I'm turning away that business, because I know something else is going to come with the give without expectation, receive without resistance from somewhere else. Will it be next week? Maybe. It could be next month. It might be in a year. It doesn't matter. But the process always works its way out when you trust it and you own it. And that's the thing that you got to do your part that, that in the long run, you'll build a more sustainable business coming from those core values and principles. And it's so important that you don't adopt other people's core values and principles as your own, unless that's true to you. I see so many people trying to become other, become somebody else because it, that's what they saw made them successful. So they think it's a cookie cutter type approach 
that if I adopt that, it'll work for me. That's not the case. That's why you have to be very careful with certain things that, that say that one size fits all. It doesn't work that way. So you gotta be very careful when you model yourself after someone to take those things that have worked for them, but see how that applies to you. And does that truly resonate with you to find within yourself to make that work to attract your sphere of influence? Mm, powerful. So totally fine startup nation to model others who are successful. They're where you want to go, but make sure you always customize it and put you into that model. That is key to everything. So we're speaking with Christopher Salem. You can find him at ChristopherSalem.com. He's America's prosperneur. This guy's rocking. I like him. You like him. And now we're going to get a little personal here. So Christopher, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Here we go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Giving value. What's your least favorite thing? Least thing is uh, trying to, you know, be the answer for everybody. True story. Uh, what are you most afraid of? Afraid of not showing up to be my better self. Yeah, I get that. And uh, if you could get real and raw with Startup Nation, we're all struggling with something. What are you struggling with right now, personally or professionally? I would say that, you know, I have a, a, a nonprofit called Empowered Fathers in Action. It's all about helping dads to recognize how we have to step up and create interdependent family structures to be raise our kids in, in more with the higher levels of self-confidence. So it's always finding a way to be a better dad. I consider myself mm -hmm. to be a very good dad, but I could always be better because I always have to remind myself, you know, that again, to catch myself when I make certain mistakes. Very, very powerful. And uh, I had a guest on my other show, uh, my faith-based show, and uh, you could check him out at betterdads.net. Kind of speaks exactly to what you're talking about right there. <laughs> Couldn't speak more clearly, I would say. <laughs> uh, what did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? First uh, year was just, uh, you know, trying to <clears throat> figure out every marketing concept that was going to work best. And now I don't even use marketing half the time. I do. I show how to build a sphere of influence and build from a level of influence, being influential. What secret fear do you have about people? Secret fear about people. I would say that now not, you know, again, not, they're not being true to themselves. And, and I always anticipate people should be transparent. Mm, got it. What do I'm you very transparent. So I, I anticipate that people do the same. I'm not expecting, but I anticipate. Yeah, I got it. And sometimes that will backfire when people don't. And I've done that and learned the lesson. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you wish you had learned sooner in business? What I wish I learned sooner is to learn of, of the art of patience. Mm. That, you know, the process always works out in the end. You have to trust it. And that was something that was foreign to me. And I tried to control every aspect and often would end up sabotaging my business and relationships as a result of it. There's that inner control freak coming out again. All right. What's a new habit you want to form? Well, I got, I got a lot of them already, but I think a new ha habit I'd like to form is to, to get even more strict on my, on the foods that I intake, you know, foods that are going to better serve me personally. I, I eat very well, but I could always do an even better job of that and foods that actually serve my body to sustain that energy. Got it. And speaking of spiritual things, what's a bad habit you want to break? 
spiritual things is that uh, just trying to, you know, again, to be open-minded that everybody has their own way and whatever works for them is going to work for them. So, you know, again, always being conscious not to be, you know, judgmental. Got it. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, a man of transparency. I, you know, I, I live my life uh, an open book and I live my life. Uh, what I do in business is what I do in my personal life. The habits and disciplines are consistent. They're part of my success foundation and things that I uh, provide to my clients to find within themselves as part of their foundation. Mm, love it. What's a bad habit you want to break? Uh, sorry, we said that one. Pick yeah. three words to describe who you were before uh, before your first year in business or during your first year in business? I totally jumbled that question, by the way. That I, that I expected everything to turn out my way. Yeah. I don't know if that was three words, but, but in essence, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And again, that, that was the control side, living a life of high expectation and not taking accountability and responsibility for my, my role in those situations. Mm, that's so good. And last question, Christopher, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eyes, give them only one piece of advice about life, about everything. What would you say to them? I would say that again, you know, just to be, be true to who you are, you know, don't, you know, come from your own agenda and, you know, be transparent and be that example for others to find within themselves. Startup Nation, you're hearing from Christopher Salem over and over and over. Be transparent. Be transparent. That's his word. Why? Because he's walking it. He's living it. It's also what he's attracting into his life is other transparent people. So what's your value? What's, what's that word? What do you stand for? What will you not stand for? Really get clear on that. And that may look like step one, meditation and journaling. Uh, Christopher, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want Startup Nation to know about making their first 100K this year? I would just say again, you know, just be, you know, get, get really firm with your values and principles. How does that relate to your business in your business plan? And again, you know, really get, get focused on developing a plan and having something you can follow each and every day and trust that process that it will lead you to the results you seek by embracing those priorities each and every day in the moment. Fantastic. And what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you? Do you have an offer for them? Uh, what's the best way to engage with you, sir? I would say the best way you could go to my website at www.christophersalem.com. One word. There's a contact form. You can reach me there. Uh, you could also reach me. I mean, I'm happy to have people reach out to me on email, not to solicit anything, but to, let's connect at chris at christophersalem.com. And of course, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as well at Christopher Salem. Fantastic. And Startup Nation, I want to invite you, if you would like to learn 10 easy mindset shifts to add 100K to your bottom line this year, then go to josephwarren.net and get those, those uh, 10 common questions. I'm going to send you one every single day for the next 10 days to your inbox. And these are 10 common questions that all entrepreneurs struggle with. And when you get a hold on this and you get to shift it, you're going to not only attract 100K, but your next 100K. So go ahead and get that now. It's free. I'm not charging for that. Go to josephwarren.net. Christopher Salem, thank you for being on your first 100K, sir. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Joseph, thank you so much for having me today. Cheers. 
Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.